Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Kane and King Fire. Oh, it is a very good morning to you. It is Friday, the 15th of September. Cutthroat semi-final action kicking off tonight. Looking forward to getting stuck into that with you. Our official coffee partner is McCafe. And for the menu, it is loaded. Friday first thoughts in none. Brisbane champion, a new board member of the Tassie football team, Alistair Lynch, Port Adelaide, former captain and Brownlow medalist, Ollie Wines, the Friday agenda, and one of our favourites on this show, the Carlton legend, Blues fan, Stephen Sticks Kernahan, he's going to join us. I'm coming to you live from Hobart. I drove past Macquarie Point, where the new stadium will be built. It is magnificent. Kingy is in his regular position in the studio. David, good morning. Morning, Cornsy. Morning, everyone. Something's going on down there. This this reeks of a cashy. Well, times are tough. This, oh, don't need to tell anyone in here. <laughs> <laughs> the lights are on. They're on dim, but they're on. What, uh, what are we doing in Tassie? No, don't don't tell a, me fishing. Don't you dare say. No, I'm not, I'm not a fisherman. That's one thing. I, I am not... Um, I've got a, a big speaking gig for Bill Sorrell, whose name is, uh, so 500 guests today. All the heavy hitters will be there, Kingy, all the politicians, and I think the Premier's going to be there, and all the decision makers around Tassie, so it'll be it'll be good to get a feel for how it's going, because obviously there hasn't been a lot of talk about it since it was announced, albeit there was some news this week with Jack Revolt and the, and the board members, so... It is. It's beautiful. Though. I've got to say, like uh, the, the driver showed me where the stadium was going to be built. It's just, um, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be the most picturesque stadium in the country. I would have thought. So, yeah, it's taking a bit of time, but um, it's good to be here and good to find out what is what is happening. Nah, it's a beautiful place down there. Absolutely yeah. spectacular. To get yourself down to the uh, seafood precinct down there and knock yourself out. For drove lunch. past that yesterday. Yeah, you drove. You got to stop in, mate. You help the local economy. Can you stop? Stop taking their cash and moving on. Yeah. <laughs> um, Billy used to have that lunch, I think, uh, prelim final week. Oregon's come back a week. Yeah, um, maybe. Yeah, no, it's a, you... it's a fantastic lunch. Yeah, we did it yeah. a few years ago. But the um, no nah, footy and Taz, you're going to give him some advice. Have you got any advice for him down there? Like, I mean, how are they going to go signing long term deals with you just <laughs> sitting in the background, lurking? <laughs> Nothing more than five years, Bill. <laughs> Don't sign anything more than five. <laughs> <laughs> just lurking about that. But, uh, they're going to have to sign some long contracts you wouldn't have thought. Are you going to start with a gag? What are you going to start with today off the top? Have you got a set speech? Well, Brent Costello is going to be there. He's going to be the MC, and he'll uh, he'll be interviewing me. But no, I've, I've got a few sort of go-to stories, Kingy. Right. Um, there's been a lot of ups and downs over the journey, so looking forward to sharing that with, uh, with the audience. But uh, I've got to say, on the flight over, um, Kingy, Plane, so I fly a little bit, as you know, every what? every weekend, and I think plane etiquette is at an all-time low. <laughs> and I want to ask our audience about this because I've seen some some ridiculous things recently. Uh, and yesterday went to a whole new level as I, I caught the two flights, one from Adelaide to Melbourne, then Melbourne to to Hobart. So one that's been really annoying me is kids or anyone using their devices with no headphones. 
So they're just watching a movie and the sound is up, Kingy, and everyone in the plane can hear the sound. I'm like, if you're going to do that, you can't not use headphones so the whole plane can hear it. So that, that happens. The overhead storage facility is yeah. just ridiculous. It's like people, people are coming with yeah. like four bags and they're taking up not only their own overhead baggage compartment, but the, the, the three aisles down. I'm like, what are you doing, man? That's for someone else. But yesterday, so I've, under your seat is where you're supposed to put your carry-on bag. If it doesn't go up above, you clearly, everyone would know, you put it in front of your seat. The lady in front of me thought that she would put her carry-on item under the seat in front of me. Where my legs go. Did there, was there a, an altercation? Well, not so much, but I just kicked her bag out of the way. Like I, did, I just pushed. Where to? With my, well, forward. So she put her bag oh, underneath is, her. This is no good. But that went into my foot well, so I had to just subtly, Jeez, I hope or she's not going so this subtly. I hope she's going to this function today. <laughs> <laughs> pushed her bag out the way with my I couldn't I couldn't believe it. So anyway, I want to ask the question. And then there's the armrest. I I don't get too caught up in the armrest. I just concede defeat. You know, with I'm, the I'm not worried about the overhead. I'm not worried about the luggage so much. I'm not even I'm not even worried about the armrest. Have the armrest, right? But they're your kids, right? They're your kids. So <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't want the kid putting his head. I don't want, I don't for a minute think it's cute if he lifts his head up and looks at the people <laughs> behind and wants to talk and throw shit at you, he's your kid, right? And if you've got multiple kids, you've got multiple problems. They're not my problem, right? We flew, I flew last week, same thing, sitting amongst 10 kids. Yep. They just run yep. up and down the aisles. It's a free-for-all. It is. They're it, your it, kids. It, sort them it, out. It, it, I know what I mean. We've all been there. You're, you're yeah. Charlotte, I think, turned 22 last week. So you yeah. forget quickly. You've been there, Kingy. Yeah, but so you, you control them. You get them on a flight. You? you control them. Did you? All right. Yeah, 100%. Well, I'm interested in your, fly, in your plane stories. Obviously, I've had some nightmares with Qantas, etc. this year, but passengers have gone to a new level. I thought double three ninety eight. 11-16. How was your week? Did you have a good week? Great week. Great week. It's, I'll tell you what, the the sense of anticipation, not just for this weekend of footy, but the Carlton, having Carlton and Collingwood so strong has changed the dynamic of Melbourne. It, it has, there's a buzz about footy in the town. You can't go anywhere without without genuine excitement about, about what the Blues could bring this week and about where Collingwood already sit. Um, Melbourne, not mm. so, not so much because they've been there and done it, and they've won. They've already got the tattoos. But no, I think that the, the, the town is a buzz, and there's a lot of little things happening. So I know we're just going to get involved in our little scramble as we roll mm. through. And I just got before we start the scramble in a serious sense. So I know you're on the All Australian panels and all those sorts of things, and I feel like every year we go really early with the goal of the year and mark of the year. We don't include the finals. I don't understand yeah. that. What do we, yeah. I don't understand why we it's do strange, it. isn't it? And it just it sort of got me thinking because the Braden Maynard story is a big story, right? And I think Jared Healy has fallen in with the goal of the year and mark of the year mentality. And he's gone off he's gone off early. I know everyone's thinking it. As soon as this story broke, I know that everyone was thinking, Oh no. Jared didn't get the Maynard story <laughs> in amongst his thirty five. <laughs> Just for those who haven't heard, Jerry did a top 35 stories of the year last week on your program. Part of it Monday, part of it Tuesday, part of it Still Wednesday. Still going. It's, have we got a little recap? 
We're going to begin the program by discussing and listing the top stories of the year. Six hours later. <laughs> Number 35, Kane. The ongoing and prolific battles of Kane Corns. <laughs> so I know, I know everyone's been asking and thinking, oh, gee, Jared should have hung on, you know. And, I, and I, then I think that's upon us to work out where it would have fit in. Like, is it a top five story? Would it have moved? Oh, yeah, it's the, top five. The temporary retirement of Clarko for Rats. Would it have moved that? I don't know. That's a pretty no, strong no, six wouldn't to have ten. Moved that. Would it have got Hinkley's untenable into 13 straight home and away wins? Would it have moved yeah, that Yeah, would have got that. Gather round at number fifteen. I thought it was pretty, pretty, pretty high. I always thought gather round was too high at fifteen. Did you feel that as he was? Yeah, that was out? that was high gather round. Very but high. I mean, it hadn't been done before. It was well received, and it's going to continue happening. But probably somewhere between thirty and thirty-five. At twenty-six, he had Essendon's collapse. I think that's an every year one. Like you can just put, you can, that's a staple. Right? At thirty-four, he had the even evenness of the competition. Like when I saw that, I thought he's gone too far with thirty-four. Yeah, no, too many with thirty-five. Too many. He's just just searching for one last one to make so him main, even. The Maynard 35. story. Where would it go? The Maynard in How terms of the it? biggest stories this year. Um, is it well, big? Hardwick was one. One? No, the Clarkson. You think Clarkson, Clarkson was Hawth- one? The Hawthorne fallout was definitely one. Mm, definitely I don't one. Know. Yeah, um, I, I th- it had ramifications think- everywhere. I mean, okay, it, well, one or that's one and two. The Maynard would be top ten, top I think, 10. if not top five. It's it gone huge. too early. So next year, I don't even know whether we're on next year. I know you've been talking to me off the in the background about doing a podcast or something. No, we're good. You're concerned about what's happening in here. We're but, back. Um, are we? Are we all right? Yeah. We're okay. <laughs> we're I, flying. I saw you just checking your bank balance before. <laughs> what were we doing that for? Now, this is the scramble for A to B transformation. Three layers of AI-powered security. Contact A to B Tritanium.com. A lot of text coming through on plane etiquette. I fly <laughs> regularly, and if I get one more elbow in my ribs, there may be a major oh. incident, says Matt. Uh, the Big Roo, who's a fan of yours, not so much a fan of mine, King, he says, what a tin pot city Adelaide is if it doesn't even fly to Hobart. Fair probably fair. Uh, mate, if you're 130 kilograms, the armrest matters. Well, I just concede for for that. I just can't be bothered jostling for a for an armrest. But anyway, we've got a caller and his name is Glenn. He wants to speak about plane etiquette. Welcome to Fireball Friday, Glenn. G'day guys, how are you going? Good. Good, you? Yeah, just, just yeah, I'm good, thanks. Just a couple of couple of points from the airline travel. I've got a couple of favourites. Uh, especially when you're on a jet star flight, for example, Obviously, we've all got no leg room there, and the person in front likes to put their chair back on a bit of a tilt and just go right into your knees. And yeah, yeah you pose the question, hey, "Excuse me, could you please uh, put your seat forward?" And they they give you a look like you're from like out of space or something. It's incredible. Yeah, selfish, Glenn. Uh, yeah, oh, incredible. And the second one is when the um when the plane lands, and you know we all come to we come to a halt and whatnot, and Everyone decides to uh, to stand up and just stand on like a 180 degree angle for seven to eight minutes. I mean, we can't get out of the plane until you know the pilot gives the go ahead and we can all get up and go. But people like to stand there on some sort of angle. It's ridiculous. It's the only time they grab their kids, Glenn. I've noticed it's the only time, no matter how long the flight's been, it's the only time they find their kids. Uh, you can get involved in that. Um, is the Brisbane songs after the goal, King, the best entertainment factor that we have in the game right now? I was watching that game at the Gabba 
Um, I mean, they played the songs 19 times, so uh, I got I to hear it. A few oh, I, I said to you last week, the last thing we said as we left, I said they'll put 20 on you, and you mm-hmm. laughed. And they had a mm-hmm. shot. Charlie had a shot after the siren to get to 20. Oh, I was you, flat that he you missed. You were texting me, going for 20. I was like, I have my head in the hands, just <laughs> depressed. And you're telling me about how many goals I kicked. But it is it, even Joe. Right now, that's Joe Danaher's frozen song. It's the best entertainment thing in, that we have in the game. So the, people have tried and clubs have tried different sort of gimmicks, but this one actually ignites the gabber. And they, the, what I've found is they're letting the song go longer and longer. So just as the ball is being bounced, the crowd is still singing. They've nailed this. They've absolutely nailed it. Charlie kicked the one from the centre bounce um, straight after he'd kicked one. They were still singing the song as he kicked his next one. They had to just cue it up again. They're not going to get that. You, you probably had your head in your hands at that stage. At the MCG, though, are they? On grand uh, final day, if no, they get there? Well, they won't. They may not get it 20 times. Hey, did you see that um, we, we were laughing last week or maybe the week before about, I, I think the AFL are a bit worried about Kiss and how it's going to go. Mm. They're, they're fearful of a uh, of a meatloaf repeat. Backlash, yep. They've they've got Mark Seymour, the undertow, and Kate um, Miller-Heidke. They've, they've got some backup. Do you think it's just a scramble just in case the the big dogs don't work? What happens if the first song's no good oh. and the crowd is getting restless? I, I'm nervous. I am nervous for I'm it. really nervous too. Someone oh, told us we didn't know what we were talking about on No, nah, it's a bad choice. It's a, it's a bad choice. And the, the feedback is that anyone under the age of 35, this hasn't been well received, Kiss, at all. I don't know all. who Kiss is. Yeah, no, no good. All right, if you've got a different thought on it. I just think, I Cal, think that would Cal be a seventh or eighth choice. Cal, Cal Toomey is the only guy I know that's face-painted like this. <laughs> it's below 50. We are up and running for A to B Tritanium. It revolutionises businesses' digital security. Say goodbye to usernames and passwords with innovative user logins. If you want to have your say, there's lines available right now. We'll find you a great prize to give away and don't forget, my cruiser's Friday FOMO offer is going to be announced today, so stick around to hear that later in the show. You listen to Fireball Friday, it's on SEM Breakfast, and we do it all thanks to our friends at Melbourne Airport Parking. Nothing beats Melbourne Airport's terminal parking. Book online. And for Brant, be best on ground with your Brant John Deere dealer. Dumb Shizen, I heard this week, is coming up next. Kane and King Yeah, have you heard what the Rugby League are doing, Cornsy? I haven't. So they're this year having the Tina Turner musical do their um, Simply the Best. Yeah. The Simply the Best NRL. Yeah, the ad. The ad. That was 30-odd years ago, 1993. So that's their entertainment. I don't think it's the nut, I don't think they'll be doing the nut push, although they still might do the nut push up there. They're a fair way behind the honour. Well, that's better than Kiss. A lot of feedback on Kiss this morning. Um, Guys, what are we doing having 60-year-olds in masks? The AFL is absolutely taking the you-know-what, says Michael. I think they're older than 60. I think they're they're mid-70s. Can't the AFL go and get Foo Fighters or Chili Peppers? Dean says Kiss is the worst possible uh, choice. Righto, at this time, every Friday on Fireball Friday, we do this. And now, 
It's time for Dumb Sh** I Heard This Week. Say that bullshit. Say that again. Say that bullshit. I'll start. It wasn't a great week for the AFL's legal counsel, Andrew Woods, who went zero for two at the tribunal. <laughs> he tried to get Maynard with his three weeks. That didn't work. Then he tried to get Jack Martin's two weeks upheld, and he, he lost on both for these reasons. Here's some of the quotes that he said in relation to what Braden Maynard should have done. And it's not just dumb shies and I've heard this week. This is up there with dumb shies and I've heard this year. Is the thing I'm about to do risking the safety of the other player, he asked Maynard. If the answer is yes, then you've got to be quick and think about a way um, that he's not going to unreasonably risk the safety of the other player. Andrew, we're playing football. A player in this situation who wants to smother, it might just be simply too unsafe to do so because of the forward motion and the forward trajectory. So don't smother. It is too dangerous to smother in a game of football. And this took the cake. He could have made a more upright jump and not push himself forward in the way that he did. Andrew, he's running at 22 kilometres an hour. He's launching in the air to smother the ball. He can't then just go straight up. He has to go forward. Uh, That is a nomination for dumb shies. And I heard this week, and I was quite fired up. Well done to David Zeta, who reported exceptionally well from the tribunal, as always. Ah, He's good, the Zed man. Hey, how many weeks do you give Woodsy then? Do we have to give him a little spell? Does he get? Is he out he due to, a spell? Due to yeah. form? I don't think the AFL can use him again. I mean, they wanted Maynard off, and I I thought he got cleaned up by Collingwood's uh, lawyers and the biomechanists and all that. It's a man crying out for a stint in the twos. If you if you just yeah. go through what he's what he's put up this week, had a long year. He's had a long year, Woodsy. You have, have a spell, mate. Uh, what about Sam McClure? He's gone again. He's gone again this week. Did you see that? He's so he's written an article that Dusty will be at Richmond in twenty twenty four. But 2025 could be another matter. <laughs> He's done this. He's done this every year for about five years. It's like a dog with a bone. The, the, minute he, the minute they put that Norm Smith medal around his neck in 2019, Sam wrote the first, the first article. He's out. He's gone. When did he first write it? When did he? Because oh. I was I was on the show when he did he did a big presentation on Footy Classified. It was good. It was compelling. He got had to all the sorts screen, of graphics. Didn't he? And did he get to the he screen? Went to the, went to the plasma. The plasma. Got some, got some plas- yes. plasma time. Um, and yesterday, I, well, during the week, I did read his age column that said Dusty won't be going to Gold Coast. No, not Nick, but but. 2025. You gotta have a good look. You gotta read, re, have a reread because he's now projecting to 2025. <laughs> All right. Thurston's in Mornington. He says Dumbshires and has to be Kane's take on the Port Adelaide crowd for this oh, weekend. Yeah. I've I've got that. Hang on. Let's. What do you put, mean? Just All just right. just play seriously. You gotta let. You sometimes you just gotta let the people hear some of the stupidity you've gone with this week. Still plenty of tickets left for the uh, Port Adelaide versus Giants game, I did see. So perhaps Why would that be, Kane? Um, yeah, I don't know. Semi-final weekend is always an interesting one. I think people prefer if they're going to save any money or any dollars for prelim final week and they think, you know, if I'm going to not spend the money this weekend, I'm going to save it for a prelim against Collingwood at the MCG. Maybe a, a reason behind that. Save it for the prelim. Well, times are tough. What do you mean? Like... <laughs> What is it? Semi-final. If you go and you lose, you're depressed. And if you win, you want to save your money if you're on the edge to go to a prelim. I think that is that is fair. Just ask the Melbourne fans who didn't turn up against Brisbane the previous year. You you complain about um, fans not going and supporting their team regularly. That you've got a final on your doorstep 
a final that needs all sorts of support. You're up against the odds. Why wouldn't they turn up? No, that well, what, I, why I, you make excuses for? I have since spoken to the football club. They have now sold over thirty six thousand oh, tickets. Well they're done. expecting well they're expecting a crowd of low forties, which will be more than Brisbane got at the Gabba for the qualifying final against Port Adelaide. So pretty good effort against a team that doesn't travel that well with their fans. I would have thought it'd been a sellout. Would you? Yeah. Against the Giants? Yeah. Finals. Well, Melbourne got 60 against Brisbane the previous year at the MCG, and Brisbane have a heavy supporter base in Melbourne. So it's going to be a similar crowd to that if you're looking at it. supporter base, do they? Brisbane. Brisbane, yeah, Fitzroy supporters in Brisbane, in Melbourne. I know there's a lot of Fitzroy supporters, but uh, yeah... What about this? This this one took the cake for me. You had you had a, a small stinker on Monday night, yeah. but it's amazing in the off season. Everyone was talking about what a dream team Alistair Clarkson had created in that coaching department. One season on, and it's dissipated. Who was talking about the dream team? There was a lot of uh, positivity around. I will find you a lot. There's <laughs> a lot of North it. Melbourne fans positive about Viney and Ratton. You find and me the Clarkson words dream team, Gibson, and I will. They were part-time. Retinone, Retinone came in late. You don't think there was talk about the bolstering of the football department at North Melbourne in the off-season and I, how positive it was? I don't. I must have been away that week, sorry. <laughs> That's even nastier from Garrett. You're going to be proven wrong. <laughs> they didn't miss you. I'm glad you brought this up. They Kitty. didn't miss you. I am glad you brought this up and I had to send Scoop a message yesterday because he said he missed the positivity around the coaching. Not the you know, dream the, team. Have you got dream yeah, no, team anyway? But then he said in the last bit, it, he, I said, "Have you got Dream Team anywhere?" There was a figure of speech. Oh. This is well, it, it was. Sam said there was no positivity. Caro said she was away during the week when the positive announcement oh. came out about bolstering the football department. Where's this is Dream the words team? from the Where club. Is Dream Team three-time flag star added to stellar coaching panel? North Melbourne's coaching panel is now one of the league's most decorated, with over two thousand two hundred and fifty games of cumulative playing and coaching experience with a multiple premierships. One as Players, coaches, and assistant coaches across all levels of football. So I'm hearing Stella, and I'm hearing one of the most decorated coaching departments in the league. That's so that, 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 that's the word Dream the team, you said. Dream. That is, You're yeah, backing it's a, out it's of this. Just of say, speech. No, 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 just, no, you said they said dream I said dream there team. was a lot of positivity around the, the North up, Melbourne coaching again. department, and I just found it. I just found, found it. A press release. What do you want yeah. him to say? Oh, we've just added this bloke on from Nana Goon. He's joining one a bunch of, the of crabs we've got here coaching. coaching departments. We haven't won in a game for three years. He's going to come and down they're here all and see gone. Him. Eh? Didn't even last 12 months. They're all gone. The dream team you talked yeah, about. Yeah, the dream but team. No, is one's gone. Ever, no one's ever called him the dream team. No, no one. It was, in their it, was history. Fig- it was a figure of speech. They use the word no, stellar. You said. And most decorated. I knew you'd try and get out of this. You'd, no, you'd, I'm, I knew you'd try and I'm back out. Right, I'm just you, right again. You said they were calling it the dream team. That's the, no, I you're, didn't. Play, play the, it again. The, play, play it. Just play it. The bit where he says dream team. Now, play the yeah, whole it's bit. It's amazing. In the off-season, everyone was talking about what a dream team. Everyone was talking about what a dream everyone team. Everyone was talking about what a I didn't say the club called it. There was everyone, a lot of supporters. You can't find one for me. No, well, there was a lot of supporters saying the same. Just the one. club has used the word stellar. And the most decorated. I would have thought that is the equivalent to calling it a dream team. Anyway, I'm right again. Hey, stick around, <laughs> Richard and Sid. We want to get your thoughts uh, <laughs> on the Imar Insurance Open Line, one 736 736 <laughs>
Um, it's time for the news. Kingy's off to get him at Cafe Coffee. We'll be back after this.